Welcome back to the podcast, Finding My Fit. I'm Athena, your host, and I hope you're ready for another amazing episode. Finding My Fit is your go-to podcast for health, fitness, self-love, and eating disorder recovery. I'm here to bring you up-to-date, scientifically researched evidence, all about health, fitness, and nutrition, as well as helping you learn to love yourself and spreading positivity. If you're enjoying my podcast, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review over on iTunes. If you're interested in health, fitness, or eating disorder recovery coaching, please head over to my website, finding-my-fit.com. Let's get on into the episode. I thought today's episode, since it is March 2021, I live in the UK and the first lockdown that we experienced due to coronavirus was March 2020. So it's been a whole year since the first or the start of the first lockdown. And since then, we've been in and out of lockdown for basically the whole year. And we are currently in, or as I'm recording this, we are currently in our third lockdown in the UK or in England. I need to not say in the UK because I posted something on TikTok like a few months ago saying about the UK going into lockdown and people from Scotland started having to go at me saying, we're not in lockdown, it's just England, blah, blah, blah. So when I say UK, I mean England, just to get that clear. Don't come for me. So yeah, basically it's February as I'm recording this and we are currently in our third lockdown. The lockdown that we're in at the moment is not really as strict as the first one. The restrictions are not as harsh as they were last March. So last March, the first lockdown in England, we were only allowed to go to the shops one time a day. We were only allowed to go outside for one hour of exercise a day. Everywhere was closed, literally every business, apart from literally the food shops because they were essential. So it was very, very isolating, very a very odd experience, I'm not going to lie. The lockdown that we're in at the moment is a little bit more lenient. A lot of cafes and restaurants are still able to open for takeaways. A lot of um, shops are still open. And when I say shops, I don't mean clothing shops. I mean places like food shops and um, like cosmetic shops like Boots and Superdrug. So they're all allowed to be open Um, I don't think there are restrictions when it comes to the amount of times you can go outside a day or I've not been told about them or I've not really read about them. I mean, I barely go outside anyway because I'm an asociable creature, so it doesn't really bother me. I only go outside maximum once or twice a day anyway for a few walks or to go to the shop, so that doesn't bother me. Gyms are definitely still closed, which is a shame because I love going to the gym. What else is there? I'm trying to think what other restrictions. You can tell I haven't really planned this podcast very well because I literally just thought of this idea this morning and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to record it and see how it goes. Um, So really the lockdown, it's still in place and it's still a little bit weird, but it's a little less strict than it was last March. So ultimately we have been in and out of lockdowns for a whole year now and there is questions as to whether life will ever go back to normal, whether we will ever be going into shops not wearing masks and I know in a lot of Asian countries and in Asian culture it's very normal to wear a mask all the time they've been doing this for way longer than we have they were doing it before the coronavirus was even a thing so you know it's not completely abnormal and crazy to think 
we might all be still wearing masks for years to come because that's what a lot of people do in the world anyway. Personally, for me, I fucking hate wearing masks. I hate them. They honestly give me a headache. I start feeling ill when I have a mask on for a long time, especially when it's really hot and I'm... I get very like flustered and overwhelmed and I'm like, I can't breathe in this mask. Of course, I still wear them when I go outside now, when I go to the shops, because those are the rules. But as soon as that rule is lifted, I will not be wearing a mask. And I don't want to hear your opinions on that. If you don't agree with it, I don't care. That's my opinion. That's what I want to do. But if you want to wear a mask all the time, go ahead. Be my fucking guest. I wanted to go into some things that I have learnt from this lockdown. So what has a year of lockdown taught me? Firstly, things can change hella quickly. Crazy, crazy quickly. February last year, I don't think any of us realised what a fucking hellhole shitstorm 2020 would be. Within the space of like a few days, the whole world was put into lockdown. Or, you know, the whole of England was put into lockdown. And it's very scary how quickly that drastic change can come about. None of us expected it. None of us knew how big this virus was going to be. And none of us expected the whole world to be going into a meltdown. I'm really sorry if you can hear my laptop making noises in the background. It's decided to have some kind of mental breakdown right now. So it's been really noisy and I hope that you can't hear that in the podcast. But if you can, I'm really sorry. But anyway, we continue. So number one, things can change hella quickly and it's scary. Number two, that we should be grateful for the small things. For example, being able to go outside, being able to shake hands with somebody, uh, being able to go to the shops without wearing a mask... Um, or without wear, or without queuing to go into the shops. Okay, I've just had to pause the recording very slightly just to let the laptop have its mental breakdown and then be quiet. So it, uh, hopefully you can't hear it anymore. Let's continue. I feel like a lot of us have learned that we need to be grateful for the small things in life, the things that we take for granted or we have taken for granted so much in the past. All of these very small things, the ease that we have in life to be able to go to the shop and quickly nip in to get a piece of bread, not a piece of bread, a loaf of bread, without having to queue outside for half an hour or without having to faff around trying to find a a mask. So yeah, I think going forward, we are all going to be a lot more grateful for these things, which is a, that is a positive, I guess. That is a positive of lockdown. We've all learned to appreciate the little things in life. The third lesson that I think has really hit home during this year of lockdowns is that I've learned to accept the things that I cannot change. And this is partly um, personal things and partly government-based things. So, I mean, we'll start with the government-based things. Of course, there are things that we cannot change. For example, being in lockdown right now, there's nothing I can do to change that because that is a government issue. That is a larger issue something that's not in my control and that's quite difficult to accept a lot of the time that you don't have full control over a lot of things in your life and the government instead has the control of course they're they're putting this lockdown in place for safety measures i understand that but then it's also quite scary to not have control over where you can go and what you can do with yourself in terms of the shops not being open and having to wear a mask and only being able to go outside for an hour a day and all that kind of thing. You know, it's taken away a huge part of your freedom and there's not really much you can do about that. 
And then with the personal things, you know, going through a big breakup, having to move and live on my own in a big city. These are things that I couldn't change. I had no control over them. And I've learned to accept and sit with a lot of these things. And I've realized that you can't control every aspect of your life. And that that whole concept is really what sparked this podcast. My first episode is called, I thought I'd have my shit together by now. And in that episode, I discussed that you can't have this set plan, this set structure for your life. You can't control everything about it because it doesn't work that way. And that is something that has really hit home over this past year. The next thing is I'm super grateful for the way that we can still communicate with each other, even though we can't physically see people. Like using Zoom, using FaceTime, using Messenger, Instagram DMs, all of these different technological gadgets and devices and platforms that we have, have really enabled us to stay connected throughout the whole of this lockdown. And if this same lockdown had happened even, I don't know, 100 years ago, people would have suffered a lot more. They would have been a lot more isolated because there wasn't social media, there wasn't phones, there wasn't Skype, Zoom, FaceTime. So I think we're very lucky that this lockdown has happened at a time when we can still communicate with everybody. And of course that, you know, I'm I'm assuming here that everybody has a phone, everybody has a social media platform to communicate on. And I know a lot of old people, I shouldn't say old, that's elderly people or people that are older. I don't know how else to word that in a nicer way, but elderly people have been forced, or a lot of them have been forced to learn something that they'd never have learned how to do. So using FaceTime or using Zoom so that they can speak to their friends and family that they can't physically see. And they've learned skills that otherwise they would never have bothered to learn because they've never needed to in the past. So that is kind of a positive that has come from this. Elderly people or people who are not, you know, techie and gadgety and not on social media, they might have realised that technology and social media can be good things. They can be positive because it means that they can communicate with people who aren't in the same room as them. The next lesson is how much we should appreciate the time that we spend with our loved ones. And this is something that I'm still trying to do. And that sounds really stupid and horrible. And I feel like, of course, I appreciate the people around me. Of course I do. But I do re- I do think that I don't appreciate them as much as I should do. And I, you know, I show my love to them. I absolutely adore spending time with them. But then I do sit back sometimes and think, I really should make the most of the time that I spend with them and I think over the past year I've definitely thought more about that than I ever have done and especially when I lived down in London for most of the first lockdown actually and most of the second lockdown wait all of the first lockdown and most of the second lockdown I lived in London which is 250 miles away from my friends and family so although I was used to living in London far away from them I always had the opportunity to get the train back home if I really wanted to or if I needed to. Whereas when it was lockdown, I felt a lot more isolated in London because I knew that it was a lot harder to actually go and see them. So I've learned to appreciate the time that I do spend with my loved ones. And a lot of people I know have lost family members during the first and second lockdowns, me included. Most of these losses have not been because of the virus. They've just been kind of other causes 
or it's been elderly family members who um, have passed during these times when their family could not see them. They couldn't even say goodbye to them. And that's so, so horrible and heartbreaking. And the fact that people have had to accept the fact that they're never going to see this person again, and yet they couldn't make the most of their final days because the lockdown prevented them from going to see them. And that is just heartbreaking. And even when it comes to funerals, I know in England they put a cap on funerals. I think it was maximum 10 people could attend um, funerals. And if that person, if that person who has passed away has way more than 10 family members, how difficult must it be for that family to have to choose only 10 people to say goodbye? And that really just, it's horrible. And I think that's really hit home for a lot of people and made them realise that you do have to appreciate the time that you spend with people because as horrible and morbid as it sounds, you never know when it's going to be the last time you're going to see them. And that is a really horrible thing to think about. So let's move on. The next lesson is how easily I can still create a crazy amount of work for myself, even when I have no job or when I'm not working. I remember when I first got furloughed. So the furlough scheme, I think it's still going on in England as far as I'm aware, but I've actually, I left that job after a few months of being furloughed anyway. But for those few months that I was in furlough, I was being paid to do no work, like no professional work. And yet I still was so busy every single day. And that is literally me now. I'm I'm so crazy busy every single day because I create work for myself, whether it is Instagram, TikTok, podcast, writing blogs or doing website content, uh, making YouTube videos, drawing, painting, creating ideas for new projects, whatever the fuck it is, I love to give myself a lot of work and stress myself out. And the lockdown, the first lockdown, really made me realise that. And I think that's just who I am. I just love a lot of work and a lot of stress. It keeps me going. Okay, next lesson that I've learned during this year of lockdowns is how much we are fucking up the environment. So there are fewer cars, fewer lorries, way less travelling, people aren't going on holidays. And this has slowed down the rates of global warming and reduced air pollution. And we have literally seen these changes within a year of this reduced traveling. And that is crazy. And it's such a shame that when things go back to normal and everybody is back to work and everyone's back going on holidays, this air pollution and global warming will just continue again. And it really is a shame that our modern lives is doing this to the environment. And the fact that we have reversed it or kind of slowed it down in just a year of being in and out of lockdown is really eye-opening and it re- it makes me realise like how much how much we are actually fucking the environment if in just one year we can already slow it down and how in just one year we can actually change that if we really put the effort into doing so. Okay, the penultimate lesson that I've learned is wearing a mask is grim. And I mentioned this before that I actually can't breathe and I feel fucking ill when I re- when I wear a mask. I sound like I'm being a proper bitch, like just wear a mask. And I do wear a mask still, but I absolutely hate it. For me, I find I get very dehydrated, very flustered, very, I feel like I can't breathe when I wear a mask. And especially like I mentioned before, when it's sunny, when it's sweaty, when it's warm, when it's humid, I just hate wearing them. And I just hate wearing them. It gives me a headache. So the final lesson is that life can move scarily quickly. Sorry, but where the fuck did 2020 go? Where did 2020 actually go? Because 
it seemed like I blinked and we were already in 2021. That's how quick last year went. And I don't know whether this is lockdown. I did actually hear this guy on a TikTok saying that time goes more quickly when you have less of a routine and when you're doing fewer things. So the fact that we were all like, oh, most of us weren't working anymore. We were not going outside. We were not doing social events last year that made time go faster because we were making less memories. So there was less information for our brains to store and therefore time appeared like it was moving faster. And that's so true because last year, honestly, it feels like it lasted about two days. It's kind of scary. Like life is passing us by. Life is moving so quickly and it's scary. It really is. Like I just want to slow down and make the most of being young and being being creative and trying new things and living my life and I feel like I don't get a chance to do that and especially last year like my whole year so the whole year of me being 24 years old was wasted because I couldn't do anything I couldn't travel anywhere I couldn't really do much with my time and I felt like I've I feel like I've like wasted a year of my youth to a lockdown or to three lockdowns and I'm still here 25 now I'm 25 and I'm still in lockdown and here I am 25 years old and we're still in lockdown in the in the I was gonna say in the UK again in England so I feel like I'm still wasting my time and life has passed me by and it's scary that is the end of this episode. What a year of lockdowns has taught me. The positives, the negatives, the good, the bad, the ugly, the neutral. If you enjoyed this, I would really appreciate you guys giving me a review over on iTunes. That would mean the absolute world to me. If you want to check my Instagram out, it is Finding My Fit Podcast. And I do have personal Instagram, which is Athena Crilly. My TikToks are Finding My Fit or Athena Crilly as well. I have a YouTube channel where I post a bunch of content mainly focused around kind of gym wear, active wear, health, fitness, that kind of thing. And if you're interested in coaching, then I have information over on my website, which I will link in the show notes. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.